Welcome to Scanner School. Today we are doing something a little bit different here with our recording. It's the summertime. It's warm outside. So guess where I am? I'm outside. That's why things sound a little bit different, but we're going to keep with the scheduled program. So let's get into it after this. All units 10-3. It now appears as though shots are being fired. All officers use caution. It has been confirmed. Suspects are armed and are firing at police. Welcome to Scanner School. It is a beautiful summer evening here. The wind is blowing and I'm pretty sure that you can hear it in the microphone right now. I'm using my AirPods because my entire studio right now is under construction. That's right. To the cinder blocks, to the studs, to the rafters, the whole deal, right? The floor, everything. Gut job. Starting over again from scratch. And it's going to be revealed on a upcoming YouTube video. And also, I got some shorts coming out that will show you a little behind the scenes as to how we are staging the entire room. So if you haven't yet subscribed to us over on YouTube or uh, Instagram Reels or TikTok or even on, on any of the platforms, you can reach us and find us over at Scanner School. The only exception being Twitter, where it's Scanner underscore School. So today we have, what we usually have in the first Tuesday month, is a Ask Scanner School session, where I go through our mailbag and also our voicemail number, which is 516-308-2885, or our SpeakPipe link, and answer questions that have come in. Today we have a theme going on here, and the theme is Uniden's zip code programming on some of their higher-end scanners. And as always, we will pick a winner on today's session on who wins a free tutoring session. So make sure you follow us to the end of this. And if you want tutoring, one-on-one -on -one tutoring, you can book us over at scannerschool.com slash tutoring. So let's get into our very first question from Rob. Rob, go ahead and take it away. Hello, this is Rob. I have a unit in SDS 100, and I set the scanning to my zip code, but I don't know how to get out of scanning my zip code and go back to scanning uh, the programmed frequencies. How do I do that? Thank you. Hey, Rob, I can understand how this could be a little bit frustrating, right? You've got the scanner set up. You're scanning around with your zip code. It's not really picking up what you want to pick up. You want more control out of it. You want to go back into your standard favorites list. Now, there is a little bit of a programming, I don't want to say dilemma or the way things work here on a Home Patrol scanner, but you have to remember that there's the quick keys that need to be enabled on the scanner if you're using quick key programming. But you also need to look at your on-screen display to make sure that things are enabled there as well. So the first thing we're going to do is we are going to shut off the full database, or the global database. This is a database that comes down from Radio Reference. And in order to do so, we're going to hit the menu button, which is on the left side of the scanner, the bottom button. And we're going to hit menu, and we're going to go to set scan selection. We're going to hit enter which is the E button on the bottom right-hand corner of the scanner, or we're going to push down on the multifunction dial, which is your volume or challenge adjustment dial on the top of the scanner. Push down on that. Then you're going to go to select list to monitor, and then you're going to go over to full database. And you can toggle that from on to off. That's the important part here. You want that to be off. Now, make sure you have at least one of your personal favorites lists turned on, because if one of those lists 
aren't turned on, your scanner is going to tell you that there's nothing available to scan. So go through the list, make sure that any of the lists you want to monitor are enabled. Now, as a bonus, here's what you do too. You can actually disable location-based scanning on each one of these favorites lists that you have there. Go into your menu back all the way out to the main menu, and you'll go into Manage Favorites. That's the option you're going to select from the main menu. And you're going to hit either E to enter, or you push down on the multifunction dial. And then pick the list that you want to modify or verify. So you can start with one. If you've got time, you can go through all of them. A whole lot faster to do through Sentinel or Butel software. But since we have the radio in front of us right now, this is how we're going to do it. So we're going to pick the list, and we're going to scroll down to Use Location Controls, an option under the Manage Favorites menu item. And you're going to make sure that that is set to No. And what that basically means is that when that list is enabled in the menus or by the quick keys, no matter where you are, that, that system, that favorites list, is going to be enabled. If you had it set to Yes, what that means is that if you're outside the circle of the polygon for that system in radio reference, you're not going to be able to monitor on your scanner if the zip code isn't within that polygon or that circle, okay? So that's why on all of my personal favorites lists, I actually turn off the zip code scanning or location-based scanning. This way, I've got a little bit more control over how the radio works. Now, again, let's summarize what we're doing here, right? We are disabling the GPS or the zip code scanning feature in the scanner. And in order to do that, we need to satisfy a few things. Again, to summarize here, we're going to need to turn off the full database. We're not going to be using that. We are going to make sure we have at least one local or favorites list enabled. Again, make sure you've got that turned on. If you're using quick keys, make sure you have it turned on with a quick key. And go into the GUI, right? Go into set scan selection, set list to monitor, and then pick the list or the list that you want to monitor. Make sure you enable or disable those. As a bonus, you're going to go through each one of those lists and make sure that when you go into manage favorites list, that menu option, that use location control is set to no. Zip code scanning is a great idea in theory, right? It allows us to be anywhere we want to in the United States primarily, pop in a zip code, and let the scanner decide to tell us what it is that we want to scan. Okay, we're kind of losing a little bit of control on the scanner if we allow the scanner to do that. But I've used zip code scanning. I've used zip code scanning when I've gone away on vacation. I've been frustrated by it myself, which is why I kind of don't use it. But if you're traveling with a GPS, location-based scanning is excellent because you could be driving, for example, I-95 from Florida to Maine. And as you're traveling through each area, the scanner is automatically going to put systems and talk groups and conventional channels into and out of the scan list. That's really where zip code scanning really does shine. But again, very frustrating when you're just trying to figure it out. Really, zip code scanning came out, by the way, with the Home Patrol 1 and uh, scanner where they primarily wanted something that was going to be taken out of the box and then put on the countertop and the zip code would go in there and the scanner would just be working, right? We weren't even thinking about updating the, the master database or something like that, right? This is for somebody who has no idea how to use a scanner to be listening to something with a scanner. And we're going to go more into the zip code scanning information in just one second because David has a question about zip code scanning as well. So, with that, Rob, I want to thank you so much for asking your questions. It's a great lead-off to this themed podcast episode. Hopefully, the background noise really isn't too much of a of, a, of an issue. There's a dog barking. There's planes flying overhead. There's a breeze blowing. There's a motorcycle or, or a classic car about to go past the house now in a second, too. But it's the summertime, hanging out in the back patio, you know, getting a little bit of 6.30 p.m. sun 
is pretty good, especially what I'm recovering here. So it feels nice to be outside and catch catch a breeze with a little to no humidity. So Rob, please stand by. We will be picking a winner for our free tutoring session. Again, we'll find out who wins that at the end of the podcast. So we're going to take a quick break here. For anybody who's a Patreon supporter at $3 a month level, will not get this upcoming break. For everybody else, we will catch you all in just a second. Remember, you can help support the podcast by going to scannerschool.com slash Patreon. We'll be right back. Chances are pretty good that you shop online and buy things online. So whether it's Amazon or eBay or ScannerMaster, maybe you got a new radio and you're going to buy new software from Butel. You can help support the podcast with your online purchases. If you use our support page before buying things online, you can support our show without it costing you a single cent. So before you buy your groceries, your golf balls, your socks, or maybe a new radio, software, or whatever it is. We would love it if you could use our affiliate links before you make that purchase. And this will help support the show at no additional cost to you. Go to scannerschool.com support to find out how you can help us out. Thanks again. Do you feel lost when it comes to the scanner hobby? Are you looking for someone to answer your questions? Do you have a new radio and you need help understanding how it works? Or are you working on a big project and need somebody to bounce ideas off of? Do you need a little bit more personal assistance than what you can get from an online community? And are you looking for somebody to dedicate their attention and their time to helping you out when it comes to getting you unstuck with whatever it is that you are struggling with when it comes to the scanner radio hobby? I'm here to do just that. See, you can book me for a session right now where I'll sit on Zoom and do a video or a screen share with you just as if I am sitting across the table and helping you out. You can book your tutoring session right now by going to scannerschool.com tutoring. I can't wait to help you out. Unication's G2 to G5 pagers are great additions to your radio collection. Not only can they alert you with two-tone pager activations, but they can also monitor your local P25 simulcast systems that many scanner radios have problems receiving. And of course, many of our scanner school listeners are happily using their Unication pagers to scan their local trunk systems. How do I know? Because they've reached out to tell me. My company, East Coast Pagers, is an authorized Unication, Swiss phone, and Apollo pager dealer. We not only support departments and agencies, but also the home hobby user as well. Find us online at eastcoastpagers.com. All right. Our second question of the month comes in from David. Now, David, we, uh, we've had on the podcast several times in the past. And David Vine does an excellent job at putting presentations together. And it is great to actually have him asking the question because I just love talking with David. And hopefully you enjoy listening to the podcast episodes that he has been on. So I'm not going to delay this any further. David, go ahead and ask your question. Hello, Phil. This is David. I just wanted to ask about these so-called zip code scanners. I'm not sure what the actual terminology is, but when you set your zip code, does it really work? I mean, I'm in Aiken, South Carolina, and we have a trunking system for the state. It's called SCANA, I believe. And, you know, it's got just about everybody in the state in terms of state offices, uh, including uh, the SLED and all of the local, well, most of the local police departments. So, and sheriff's offices. We have sheriff's offices down here. Anyway, 
if I put the zip code in, is that going to give me everything that I want? I mean, I want to just listen to the police traffic in the area. So I don't think there's any encryption, but in any case, thank you very much. And I love the show. I enjoy listening to every episode. David, that's a really great question. And this is actually a answer that is best suited for you two, but I'm right in the middle of a office renovation right now. I am on AirPods instead of my really expensive heel microphone and uh, mixer and whatnot. But again, like I said earlier, it's the summertime. I'm outside enjoying myself. And again, I'm sure a lot of you guys are enjoying podcast episodes while you're outside. So, hey, I guess I could record one while I'm out here as well. So, David, to uh, answer your question about the zip code scanning, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's good, right? It's, it is good. And how does it work? So how it works is, is in radio reference, when you look at a statewide system, right, or you go to your county level, the main county actually has a circle around it or a polygon, right? And that's the radius. That's the radius that, that will cover. Each subcategory in radio reference, maybe it'll be law enforcement or fire department, or it'll be under municipalities, and it'll have the smaller municipalities underneath that. Each one of those subcategories also has a radius defined on it. And what ends up happening is you need to be inside that radius or external to that full radius by whatever it is that you put into your scanner radio. For example, if your system you want to monitor has a radius of, say, a mile, right? That basically means that it's a circle of a mile. If your scanner is set to zero miles as far as its distance, that means you need to be inside of that radius in order to hear anything in that radius. But if you set your scanner to, say, one mile, that means you can physically be one mile outside of that circle and still hear them. So if you're thinking, ah, you know, what's five miles, what's 10 miles, et cetera, et cetera. Well, if you make it too large, you can actually hear too much. For example, where I live right now, right, if I put on, say, two miles, not only will I scan my own county, but I will scan Suffolk County, which is next to me. I'll also try to receive some stuff from Connecticut and also from New Jersey and also from New York City because of the way the polygons work. Let's look at it another way. Say you're on a system somewhere in Long Island on in Suffolk County. Okay, We're in Suffolk County. We're on Long Island. And we're trying to receive something that we just want to monitor. Right? Suffolk County is like 100 and something miles long, I think. That's how big that polygon is. This basically means that you could be on Long Island, in Suffolk County, zero miles, and here, or have the scanner try and go from the east end to the west end. Now, in the west end, you're never going to hear the east end. From the east end, you're never going to hear the west end. It's just not going to happen. This is where all the smaller municipalities come into play. But if you want to listen to the county police, the county fire, right, you, it's going to unlock it no matter where you are. But because this is a circle – and to go from east to west to make a perfect circle, it ends up going over Long Island Sound, through Connecticut, and back to over Long Island Sound, across Montauk, through the Atlantic Ocean, and back up and around again. What this basically means is if you're in Bridgeport, Connecticut, with a zero mile on your zip code scanner, 
you're still technically inside the polygon on the circle for Suffolk County, New York. But that's across the sound for me if I was in Bridgeport. I don't want to listen to Suffolk County, New York while I'm in Connecticut. You understand what I'm saying here? It's only as good as the information that you give it. Garbage in, garbage out, right? So it works okay depending where you are. So again, it has to do with a radius of the systems that are programmed into radio reference. Now, what, where can you find the radius? Well, we talked about this already, right? In the county system, in the agencies, uh, you know, the main county agencies, the municipalities, the schools, all of these subheadings or subtopics, subgroups, these all have their own radius defined. When you also go into trunk systems, right, the sites have a radius. The categories for talk groups will have a radius. So it's very interesting when you try to use zip code scanning and, and get the best bang for your buck and see how well it works. Really, I got frustrated the first time I used zip code scanning because I was in upstate New York and I was in Greene County. I was in Hunter Mountain. And I wasn't really too sure what was going to be you know, something I could hear while I was up there. And I didn't really have a chance to program my scanner. I kind of just went up there, threw it in a bag, went, got to the hotel room, took it out, hit a zip code that I was in, and started scanning. And I was listening to fire departments that were too far away from me, right? It was just bringing too much noise into the scanner that I could possibly hear. So I tried to use zero in my radius. And it was still hearing towns that were miles and miles and miles away. I could hear them because I was on top of a mountain. But I didn't want to hear them. The only way I can get rid of them was by going in and avoiding each one of those frequencies as they came up so that I could eventually hear the town that I was in. Don't forget, though, you have two sets of scan lists in your scanner. Rob, this also goes for you as well. You have not only your favorites list or the national or the um, global database, the full database, right? But you also have service types. For example, law dispatch, law attack, fire dispatch, fire attack, fire talk, hospitals, businesses, marine, right? Custom. And what ends up happening, if those are not turned on in your scanner, you'll never hear them either. For example, I like to tell a story often because I bash my head against the wall many times at this one. I program up my scanner, not really understanding how service types were going to play a part here. And I set up my fire, my police, ham radio, et cetera, et cetera. And I also programmed in a local power company. And what ended up happening was every time I turned off every single scan list, except for the power company, it would say nothing to scan on my scanner. And I couldn't figure out why. And I reprogrammed the scanner several times. I finally discovered that it had utilities as a service type disabled in the scanner, which means no matter how many times I would have tried, I never would have been able to hear that service type of utility. So I had to actually go into set service types and turn on utilities. Now, another trick here is the fact that unless that favorites list is turned on or enabled, you're never going to be able to toggle that service type. It's going to give you three dash marks or three, uh, three hyphens across that service type. Why they do that, I don't know. But basically, if you have a police favorites list turned on and there's no fire activity in that list and you try to enable the fire scan list or the fire service list, rather, or service types, fire dispatch and fire attack are going to be dash, dash, dash. You have to enable the favorites list with the fire in it first, then go into set service types, then turn on your fire and police. Much easier to do in Sentinel because it's not dependent or reliant on the favorites list that you have turned on. So there's a 
place and also not a place for zip code scanning. If you're traveling, if you're brand new to scanning, right? If you're going to show up somewhere that you don't know or you have a GPS, yes. Zip code scanning could really be easier for you. But for somebody like David, you and I, right? Somebody else that wants more control of their scanner that wants to be able to sit in there and program things up, favorites lists are by far the best way to go. And another side note here too, when you update the master database in your scanner, it doesn't update your favorites list. So if anything changed in the master database from your favorites list, say a new talk group shows up, say a talk group gets deleted, say they jumble everything around, you actually have to re-import basically that into your favorites list. So it's a little bit of extra work having a favorites list. Again, with all that being said, I think favorites list is the best way to go. But um, yeah, it's zip code scanning. It's a good way to get started in that box. Really excellent question, David. And I think that once the dust has settled and we're back in our office and we have a brand new YouTube studio, I think this will be one of those topics that we hit on a YouTube channel. A little bit of a Q&A session on there as well. David, great question. All right. So before we end this podcast episode, I should remind everybody that if you want a tutoring session with me, you can go to scannerschool.com slash tutoring. I'm available for one hour windows. And what ends up happening is we talk back and forth across a Zoom session. We can do a video share or share a desktop. And I can help walk you through, say, programming in your fairness list with Sentinel or disabling the zip code scanning or helping you do a database update. All this can be done one-on-one through Zoom. And again, if you're interested in doing this, it is over at scannerschool.com slash tutoring. But somebody is going to want a free tutoring session right now, whether it be Rob or David. So I've got a random number generator right in front of me. We're going to go in order like we always do, right? Rob's going to be number one. David's going to be number two. And what we are going to do is we're going to refresh this random number generator five times. So we got a chance to kind of get a good sample, right? It's not like I just launched the page up and it gave me a number, right? We're actually going to tell it its parameters and we're going to refresh it. So here we go. One, two, three, four, five. It landed on number two, which means David Vine, congratulations. You have won this month's free tutoring session. Please reach out to me. I will give you a coupon code that you can use to book me for a free one-hour tutoring session. As a reminder, though, we are under construction, so it may be several weeks out before that uh, I can sit down with you. But again, book the session now. This way you've got that time slot locked in, and we can get to work as soon as I am back up and running. So, David, Rob, again, thank you so much for asking questions. And I'm pretty much out of voicemail questions. So if you've got a question that you want me to answer for next month, I highly recommend you go to scannerschool.com slash ask and click on the speak pipe link or by picking up the phone right now because it's the end of the podcast and calling 516-308-2885. Before we wrap up this week's podcast, I want to take a minute here to thank all of our Patreon supporters. Alan Gonzalez, Arthur Alchak, Arthur Heron, Bill Kay, Bob Robs, Bob Middleton, Brandon Sammons, Brian Arsenal, Brian King, Chris Paris, Classic Hank, Craig Harper, Dan, Daniel Chiavolella, Dave Pasco, David, David C., David Kuzneski, David Robertson, Danny Crotty, Dylan Heider, Ed Walsh, Edward Bramlett, Glenn Davos, Glenn Wright, Greg Johnson, I Hate Junk Mail, Kaycock, Barry, Jake Jacobson, James Broxson, James Felling, Jay Reed, Jeff Block, Jeff Chapman, Jeff McLeod, Jeff Waldrop, Jenny Taylor, Jim B. Jim Heinrich, John Kordoff, John Keel, John Sweeney, John Derby, John Goldenberg, Joshua Robb, Ken Newberry, Kenneth Fowler, Kevin. 
Kevin Zwicky, Lenny Barra, Les Stevenson, Lloyd R., Luke Hartnett, Mason Kramer, Michael Gorman, Michael Kroger, Michael Meadows, Mike Lopez, Mike Piltz, Nicholas Stenger, Paul Bowling, Paul Teal, Randy Young, Raymond Hill, Rich Palmieri, Ronnie Box, Scott Lefgren, Thomas Giampino, Todd Glendie, and William Arcand. Find out more about Patreon and our support tiers by visiting scannerschool.com slash Patreon. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you again next week. 73.